Dating later in life has changed. We are rethinking and updating what it means to date today. Welcome to the Later Dater Today podcast. You're not late, you're right on time. And now your host and Later Dater guide, Lakshmi. Welcome to the Later Dater Today podcast. So today we're going to be talking about an idea that I developed a long time ago, which is this. We're all dating all the time. Now, before I get into this first foundational concept, I want to insert little parts of my background and some of the experiences and moments I've collected over the years as I've watched this thing called modern dating unfold so that you can get a sense of me and why I care and why I decided to focus on later daters this time. So I guess it started back in 2009. Now, this was before Tinder, and I know sometimes it's hard to remember a time before Tinder, but there was. And back then, people were dating online, and some of the issues and challenges that we see today existed, but probably just on a smaller scale. Anyway, I started really diving into how dating was changing people so profoundly and so quickly, I thought. And I include myself in this. The way people started talking about people like products and commodities was becoming really common, even normal. And to be fair, there were also a lot of great things happening, like people crossing paths with folks in other parts of town whom they would never, ever run into in real life. And so I wanted to be a part of shaping things for the better. And I'll get more into exactly the things that I did and what I learned as this podcast unfolds. But the thing I want to mention in this episode is just how kind of confused and perplexed people were as to why I was so interested and concerned with how modern dating was unfolding. People thought that what I was doing was interesting, but also kind of, I don't know, maybe frivolous. Like this wasn't exactly the topic that deserved serious merit and attention. And most incorrectly, that dating was something that only some people did and that those people were quote unquote young and single. But for me, dating wasn't just about dating. For me, it really was about how we interact. Dating is a reflection of human relationships at large, how they start, how they grow, build, and even how they end. When you think about it this way, Dating is not just something related to romance. Put another way, we're all dating all the time. Dating is simply the act of getting to know other humans. And this is the first concept I want you to internalize and try on for a bit. We're all dating all the time. When we meet or even continue to get to know the people around us, that's a form of dating. Our friends, our neighbors, coworkers, family members, baristas, dog walkers, managers, new acquaintances and old pals, that person in your Facebook group. With each person, whether you realize it or not, you are making choices and pivots and navigating the layers of who that person is. Maybe you start with the basics, stay at the surface, or maybe you go a layer deeper and then come back up. At some point, it might seem okay to make plans, ask more questions, get a sense of their values, shoot the shit, banter, 
even figure out how they text, this is dating. And you probably do it way more than you realize. If you think about dating this way, it can feel less like a new skill and more like an extension of stuff you're already familiar with. So sure, romantic relationships are a bit different, but the core skill of getting to know someone, navigating their stories, and putting together the puzzle pieces that is their personality, that's something you've probably done. I think sometimes people talk about dating like it's this mysterious foreign land that only some people have to travel to, often against their will. Or on the other end, dating can be portrayed as this magical fantasy where all you have to do is look around and pick out your ideal person. They're probably just under that rock or behind that tree or, I don't know, hidden behind some balloons. So the more you realize that dating is both magical and an everyday sort of thing, and that everyone is doing it regardless of their relationship status, then you can start to fine tune it and make it work for specific types of relationships. There's this study that came out of Stanford in 2019, and it's been making the rounds for a while in circles that, well, the circles that talk about modern dating. (laughs) The study was about the changing nature of the origin of romantic relationships. Basically, there was this graph that charted how people used to meet their partners, primarily through friends, school, coworkers, and faith-based groups. Put another way, people met through existing communities and social networks. And you could, in some ways, draw a line between people in relationships that included other people, common environments and situations. So if you think of something like the break room at work was about much more than taking a break. It was about this fixed place where people could meet over and over with this task and a purpose and walls around them. So back to that graph, it showed how over the past 10 to 15 years, Meeting through these shared spaces and networks has declined dramatically. And today, most romantic relationships originate from dating apps. Now, some people find this stat depressing, and I get it. But I think another way to look at it is that this points to why developing the skill of dating, again, the skill of getting to know other humans is so valuable and so worth pursuing and strengthening. And so I want to end this short episode with a story. Now, the term later dater applies to an array of people, but this one rather specific story, I think, illustrates the point I'm making about how things have changed and how they haven't. So Almost 10 years ago, I was hosting and facilitating this singles event for folks over 50. And I had been trying out these new tactics and ideas um, to get people talking and more importantly, moving around the room. And I was really proud of what I had come up with because I felt like I had developed something that wasn't too intrusive, but also gave just the right amount of structure to the event. So anyway, I'm hosting and running this event And I'm really thinking about the dynamics of everyone in the room and how I can make sure they're able to really have a decent conversation with as many people as possible. And at this point, most of my experience in doing events for singles was for people in their 20s and 30s. 
And so it's mid-event and everyone was chatting and I could not get this room to quiet down, which was pretty unusual. I kept saying in a really friendly tone, hey, we're going to move to the next prompt. And nobody was paying attention to me or my microphone. And this woman at the event pulls me aside and says, honey, maybe the younger folks need a nudge to get talking to each other, but we don't. We know how to do this. And I just about lost it in the best way. She was sort of putting me in my place, but she was also reminding me of something really important. She, and I for that matter, were the product of a time when people knew how to show up to a party and find a way to chat people up, no matter what. I mean, yeah, I was also there to keep the group moving and mixing, but her point was well taken. So anyway, I took off my microphone and I sat at the bar and I ordered a whiskey neat. And while I think my ideas could have helped the room mix even more, there was no doubting what I was seeing. I was seeing two people in conversation who then sort of just instinctively and thoughtfully knew how to weave in someone who was standing nearby and wasn't talking to anyone. I could hear people start with the conversation that, yeah, it started about the weather, but then it moved to something more serious and illuminating, like the ongoing drought. It wasn't just men buying the drinks. People talked openly about their divorces and struggles but also the businesses they had built and the trips they were planning. It was the classic mixing with the modern. It was advanced skills blending with a willingness to try the basics of small talk and even minor flirting. It was like the past mingling with the present and the future. It was the kind of dating I like to think my tactics had sparked. And when mixed with this much experience and in-person know-how, it just took it to another level. We're going to be talking a lot about the language of dating in this podcast. And so it made sense to start with the word dating, especially as a later dater, because this word dating seems to elicit anxiety in so many people and for good reason. But if we can reframe what this word is really about, that alone can change how you think about dating, how you feel about dating and ultimately how you end up dating. Remember, we're all dating all the time. Dating is not just something single people do. Dating is simply the art and skill of getting to know other people. Thanks for listening. This is The Later Dater today, and I'm excited to share more in upcoming episodes. Take care. Bye-bye.